HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome to Heritage Radio Network on tour, broadcasting live from Feast Portland. I'm Kelly Cox of the Original Fair, and before we kick things off, we'd like to thank Travel Portland, Stream PDX, Hazel Fern Sellers, and the Julia Child Foundation for making this coverage of Feast possible. But really, what we're here to do is talk to Evan. Hi, Kelly. A dear friend. <laughs> puppy friend. A puppy friend. Um, we have so many things to cover in a short amount of time. Yeah. So lots of lots of good things to talk about. Let's kind of start at the beginning of our our knowing of one another. So I have a traveling food show, right, mm -hmm. that looks at ingredients around the world. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really live in Portland, but we had connected somehow and ended up in Italy at the same time. Right. Which was many years ago. Uh, 2014 was uh, the Terramandri that we uh, that we attended. Well, yeah. we had very different experiences, so we c we c we communicated with each other through social media. First day, the, I the get robbed. Isn't the new age? You know, you know people through social media, and then you meet them when they're finally at yeah. an event or such. Yeah. And so I get robbed, and that basically cuts my Terramandri experience dead in its tracks. Right. And then I watch you through social media continue on this journey of. It's quite amazing. Uh, Terramandri is a slow food um, Italia, and uh, Salone di Gusto is another name for it. And uh, it's quite an amazing um, mix of just uh, their food products of their countries and their regions that uh, come together. And uh, every meat and every different 50-year-old aged balsamic and things that you would never be able to taste unless you traveled Italy uh, over and over again are in the pretty much five venue halls or whatever it was you know they're just enormous amount massive of space massive space i got so. to see it for five seconds yeah <laughs> but then so at the time you didn't have what you do have now which is called portland seed house is right. that correct it was just it was the idea then and the idea was to collect some of these diverse species of uh, varieties of vegetables that have flavors that have been sown by gardeners and and you know people in Italy for hundreds and hundreds of years to collecting specific flavors for um, culinary values uh, that would produce wonderful varieties of vegetables that um, preparations that you can't prepare without some of these vegetables in fact so well, what what were you doing at the time I mean what so got you interested in I've even thinking about varieties of vegetables I, I've been farming for a long time and I, I had done a, a uh, um, I had been uh, had a large heritage farm that we actually we did uh, heritage poultry for a lot of years and then I did some vegetables on the side and uh, 
just kind of switched my focus towards a lot more vegetables and uh, the saving of vegetables and uh, vegetable seeds instead of breeds, essentially. So, what what's the difference between a seed and a breed? Well, a breed is a breed of um, of like duck or chicken. So mm-hmm. you know, and you know. So, so you were thinking about breeds and heritage. From a heritage perspective, I was breeding with ducks. proteins. I was breeding, yeah, proteins. Yeah. Uh, Ancona ducks and Saxony ducks, and bringing some of these to, um, to basically back on the, the table. So I always say you, you got to eat it to save it, and that's you know we're all eaters, and that's what kind of feast is about too. Is a, is a celebra- celebration about these ingredients as well, um, not just the chefs, but the the chefs that uh, take these beautiful ingredients from the farmers all around uh, Portland, and that's something that we really have in Portland that is far, I wouldn't say superior, but you know, it equals a lot of the areas in the country. Cause I, you know, in terms of, you know, our growing climate and our atmosphere, we have a beautiful we ability. Got, we got some nice terroir. Terroir. Can we, terroir. wait, can we, right. can we yeah. say it's about the growers and not, not the chefs, the showers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I did it. Kelly's yeah. here. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you were you were breeding the ducks, and then you get going out to Italy to do this this experience. And, and who doesn't I, fall in love with Italy? Well, when you get robbed of thirty grand, I can tell you who Maybe. doesn't fall in love with Italy. But but in their defense, I ended up having an amazing time. So right. it it, right. it made up for it somehow. Um, but then I, I remember seeing this photo that you had posted. Was Instagram a thing back then? I, I don't even so. know what it we just, were, was, whatever yeah. we were using back in the day. Um, and it was like a, you were on a train and there was water outside and you just posted this little snippet of like, I'm off to see something. And it was a specific tomato. Or so I hunted different varieties of things that I had contacted people for six months in basically trying to find specific varieties of the canestrino tomato and some of these rare beans, the Vesuvius tomatoes, which are these really rare pointed tomatoes that they use for concentration, which is uh, amazing. And they concentrate them so they get the water to dissipate by hanging them. And they have a very thick walled skin. And they're they beautiful. They hang the tomatoes? They hang the tomatoes. Yeah, I have a... What? On Farmer Evan PDX or Portland Seed House Instagram, you can see all this stuff. You so. have so many names, I don't even know, I know. how to introduce yeah. you. Farmer, <laughs> Farmer Evan PDX is everywhere <laughs> you can find me on. Uh, but I have I have a, a good uh, profile of some of what the tomatoes look like when they're hanging. And the, so it's the concentration hmm. of flavor. And it's, mm-hmm. it's to remove the water out. And like I was saying, to get a little more of that acidic sweet balance. And there's lots of preparations, you know, very fresh preparations that they do with some of these. And... Italians are specific about a product and they're like oh in, yeah. in a region and they're like you use it for this and you know that is you know even just with a little pasta a little bursted tomato in a skillet you know in the, with these the Vesuvius tomatoes that are very concentrated and uh, some of the olive oil that they yeah that you know, beautiful magical good. olive oil did you yeah. know when you set out on this journey that first time did you have any idea what you were getting into yeah, I, I knew I had an idea because I've, I've always collected. Like, I'm a collector. I like to collect things. We all collected stuff when we were kids, and I collect. What did you collect as a child? Yeah, baseball cards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the classic. Yeah, you know, I'm, a, I'm American. <laughs> I, I'm American gay, so. Do you still collect baseball cards? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I, lots of seeds. I, um, I hoard seeds now and, uh, say, you know, do a lot of breeding with really interesting varieties and selections. And selection is essentially just finding a good a sweeter version of something or bigger version of something or something that has less water or things like that and so when traveling to these areas it's amazing what you can um what you can access what you can collect yeah and so and i trade and the thing is i always don't just go with a with a value to just take um i bring back 
even you know new stuff that we have here in the states and i mean those tomatoes came from somewhere originally too and right. so if we can you know circumnavigate some of these diversity of crops i mean we have a very interesting uh, yeah and that just opens up a really big basket of of topics there um you definitely inspired me i mean through my travels for instance when i went to uh, peru and i was in lake titicaca right mm -hmm. that's where potatoes originated from right and the varieties of potatoes that they have are just beautiful and they cook them in these earthen ovens that then they you know they just spend all afternoon and they pound the the clay down and then they pull the tomatoes out and they sit on the blanket and eat it with their hands and it's, it's just gorgeous with the clay sauce it's like amazing incredible um but then you look at ireland where my my people are from they brought they introduced the potatoes <laughs> and decimated the culture right. decimated the country so but they found varieties that worked for them finally and that's the there whole we thing. go yeah. yeah and right now in america you know having seen so many parts of the world in particular south america europe we have a crisis on our hands i think in this country where we have gotten very comfortable with monocropping mm -hmm. we have one variety of banana yeah. we have one variety of tomato yeah it's like it got fancy when we introduced heirloom yeah. beef steaks yeah, the supermarket is a bad place. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't suggest ever shopping at the supermarket, especially for produce. I mean, you need toilet paper and stuff. But but it's interesting. I think I'm a collector of things, and in, in a way where you know I go on my travels and I'll find artifacts. But then after kind of following your travels and getting more educated through my journeys, the concept of seed preservation is it's really incredible it's so empowering the amount of diversity that we're losing almost daily is quite amazing i mean there's some graphs and charts i don't want to bore you with some of that <laughs> stuff right now but we can't show the, the yeah, visual we can't data show. i could bring some I almost, I thought <laughs> I was, every time i go on the, the radio i think it's like i can bring things to show but uh, we do have a camera <laughs> over here in front of you know us. what and it's driving me yeah. crazy so i'm like finally i don't have to be on camera i can just right. be like the bags don't matter yeah. but right there's always a way so yeah collecting this these these seeds are, are just so important i mean into furthering um, just the variety of flavors that we see at things like feast like this. Um, there's two, three, four chefs uh, that are using my products in some. Who of the, are the they, dishes. and do we like them? Um, I don't know. I mean, you might some of that. So one of the uh, let's gossip. Yeah, one of, one of the I, I love uh, uh, Han from Kim Jong Grill, and I, oh, mean, I love Han. He's been using a lot of stuff and um, working with a lot of local chefs. Um, he's actually used them with uh, in the eighties, nineties last night uh, yeah. dinner and stuff. But um, but you weren't you were out of town, right? You didn't I was make out it. of town. I was at the Heirloom Expo, which uh, if anybody ever gets the chance to go to down in San Francisco, Santa Rosa area, um, the Heirloom Expo from Baker Creek Seeds that they put on every year. Um, they have an amazing uh, exhibition yeah. of diversity and um that's i think anywhere it's, it's one of the largest displays of diversity squash pyramids and you know things of that sort so you really get to we, we really are kind of food nerds i feel like yeah. we're the nerdy kids in the library at the cool pretty much you know the high school proms happening outside and we're like food porn. <laughs> we're yeah. like let's talk about that squash yeah right i was just uh where, where was i just oh montreal i couldn't find any seats right. there but yeah, I, Canada, I think, is, was a good place. Mexico is another place. Oh, I was place doing I'd grain, though. I was trying to track down some grains there because they're like the second exporter of grains. Right. Um, anyways. You got some <laughs> neat seeds from Spain, though. You got some. some well, uh, yeah, you did inspire me. So, um, number one, I did Barbados last year, which is going to launch my season five. And the Scotch bonnets there were the best I'd ever had. So I brought you some right. seeds. We're going to see what happens. But it does go back to the question of, well, how will the organ terroir change that flavor? Right. Is it meant to grow here? Yeah. 
So sometimes uh, some of the things, I mean, we can mimic some of those those climates, essentially. You know, we can have, uh, like, greenhouses put over some of the peppers, and it's probably what's going to have to happen with some things. And I don't think it's cheating to, to some extent, but uh, it, it is and it isn't. I mean, if we want to grow some of those things, just getting a little left after, uh, you know, season extensions and things, I mean, I think that's, I think that's perfectly We're fine. We're going to try it out. And speaking of peppers, the other project I'm really excited that you're collaborating with me on is I'm hosting my first ever women's adventure weekend on the yeah, Oregon yeah. coast so Fun. you know I've spent five years doing the show and I'm at the point where I want people to experience what I experience I'm going to make it a little easier on them than what I, I actually have right. they will not get robbed um, but we're going to do a session with the beautifully talented and amazing Sarah Marshall Marshall's hot sauce and right. you're going to provide how many different varieties of tomatoes Oh man! So between so I grow at a farm um, uh, at the Portland Seed House down in Aurora, and then I have a farm that I am the food systems director for up at. Uh, it's called Gather and Feast, and we're kind of more of an agriturismo um, sense up there. And again, all the, all the names Evan has, yeah. <laughs> all the moms. I know if you remember, I can't even remember all the stuff I do sometimes. <laughs> but so at that farm, we um, we have a lot of the tomatoes that uh, I brought back from Italy in some selections. So we'll probably be able to. Uh, hand select some of those off of there the individual varieties so you can uh, so Sarah can go through them and actually do some type of uh, debunking of the mysteries of each of the tomatoes and which one's better for a sauce versus um, right. fresh and such like this. Because so. we think one tomato right. works, six, yeah, there's, works for everything. There's six different Italian tomato selections that are pr for pr preparations like sauce, passata and then drying and then concentrating. And Mine is confit. That's my favorite tomato right. confit. Right. Yeah. The, I mean, it's the, there's so many things you do with tomatoes. But how many varieties do you think you have right now? Oh, hundreds, hundreds. And really? Hundreds. Oh, absolutely. No. Oh, for That's sure. That's insane. Yeah. I have a mass. I have to. It's all on Excel sheets, and it's yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And this is all. Are these primarily all from that first journey, or you've been? No, back I've since? been doing this. For, I've been collecting seeds for a long time. I mean, it just hasn't turned into any type of. Baseball you know, cards become the seeds. <laughs> right. So, I mean, the, the, the essentially, you know, you, you can find a lot of those on my website. So I might have 50, 60 tomatoes with maybe 10 or 15 of the best Italian tomatoes that I collected in Italy um, at Portland Seed House. And so that's that's what I would like to do is, is, is really let everybody else experience some of the, the joy in growing those flavors, too. Right. And finding that, that seed ancestry, you know, that they have inside of them. If your grandma was from Sorrento or, that, or whatever it be, yeah. that's super special, too. You can find preparations that are from... Um, that you couldn't grow otherwise and flavors and taste memories so and i think you know there are certain staples in our everybody's pantry right potatoes tomatoes things like that that we all constantly come in contact with i think it's a good lead-in to just blow people's minds of what's out there right like, i mean it, it's far beyond what you know so many collectors could even do i mean there's handfuls of people that travel the world and do kind of what what I do, but it's, you know, we need more seed people seed saving too, because you can only make so many backup copies before, you know, something's going to disappear, you know? Right. So, you know, we all know how many times our hard drive can go missing if you don't have it backed up in three different places or four different, you know what I mean? And something is just gets too old and doesn't work anymore. I mean, it's, um, you know, that low tech, high tech kind of analogy kind of works uh, to some sense, you know? So how do you like, how do you keep your seeds safe? 
Do you have like um, a vault? I have a freezer. I have a, a really cool um, climate-controlled room. Um, so it's just because I'm trying to, you know, it's a climate-controlled room is just, you know, a dehumidifier in a basement. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then, oh, I don't think the, I've seen the vault. Yeah, the vault. Yeah. So um, yeah, essentially, I mean, it's it's you know, you just try to keep. Um, you know, keeping things in the freezer can it, with some like beans because there's certain right. you know, borers that will come and attack it, even in plastic um, so, <sighs> or so glass. You can keep it in too, um, but glass gets heavy and cumbersome. So the freezer can be also power. You know, you can be a, a problem safe. too. But but then if power goes out, you got to open the freezer so they all can, you know, warm up again and then keep it like that. So well, and yeah. I just it's, was in Spain in what May, and I got really jazzed about the paella in Valencia and I brought back those garrafon beans and That's you be got me freaked me freaked out about first uh, off are they in the freezer first off you've ruined my summer because I was gonna have a paella party and you said no don't eat them yeah. I can't eat this <laughs> you batch can't eat that, they can't eat that batch of seeds you gotta save that and grow that out and my sad green thumb so then you said a freezer so that's what the fun thing is when you bring back food from other countries the, the regulation is you can bring back food and seeds are food right so, right so out yeah. <laughs> things I brought back or it, yeah. or into countries. Um, right. Yeah. And when I did the story in Oaxaca, I brought those chilies back that Sarah made a hot sauce with, with Mezcal. Speaking of Oaxaca, I just met a really awesome guy at this heirloom expo that there I'm going to be doing a seed exploration, hopefully <gasps> in late November in Oaxaca when they have I'm some going. of their biodiversity days. It is the best time. I'm so. going. I think uh, it might be on the the schedule here for the next uh, this winter. We're gonna have to talk about that one yeah. offline. But I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you anything. Yeah, kind of broke broke it to you here. Ooh, <laughs> now she's salvaging. The mezcal there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, but Sarah did make this great hot sauce with those uh, pepper seeds. Um, but again, it, it always begs the question: Can it really grow here? Yes and no. I mean, there, there's 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 yeses and there's nos to that. And that being that some of the light levels uh, aren't we don't have as much light the as heat. they do. That's the, the heat. The heat is, is what's the light too. A lot yeah. of people don't think about when you're close to the equator how many day length, how many daylight hours right. they have throughout the summer, and then how long that heat perpetuates for. Right. Like our our heat is like three months long here at tops, if that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so that's our we growing just don't have season. That heat. And so we don't have that growing season. We don't have the this, the time of day, but it can the, be manufactured the in the basement. Sort of. <laughs> that's. Uh, I mean, you could definitely put lights on things, um, but that's again energy intensive. So it's a matter of we'll find a region that grows it, and then intermutually trade, mm-hmm. you know, between them. And all of a sudden, they'll send you some corn seeds, and you send them some stuff that you know, some seed that you know. That works for them. I mean, grow. you're you're absolutely the f- the farmer because I. Uh, immediately want to try everything and you're like well no i'm like just put it in the basement give it some light <laughs> yeah. well, no let's just do it but this that's, way that's what i told everybody it's farming is about just trying it's, it's you it's like you can't it would, that's the one thing you're yeah. gonna, the answer is no if you don't try you know what I mean? so well we're c- winding down here but i do um want to talk quickly before we we say goodbye you're not going to be at our women's adventure weekend i mean number one you don't have a vagina <laughs> as far as i know can you say that <laughs> <laughs> but number two you're yeah. going to be yeah. back in italy I'm going to italy for three weeks yeah. doing um, another yeah. seed exploration of uh calabrian peppers because everybody sees one calabrian pepper and i want to hunt all the Calabrian peppers. I love so. that hunt is your verb too. Yeah. It's the best. Hunt is part of the. This is why yeah. we're friends. Right. Yeah. So, and then uh, we're going to do some uh, Puglia, the East uh, Berry to Lecce region for hunting. 
um, carousellos, which are a variety of cucumber that cucumber oh, melon that those I are gonna be fun. that I found um, that four years back that I kind of really fell in love with, and a lot of Portland chefs were starting to use and really like. And uh, and then yeah, and just some be some more you know maybe some Vesuvius tomato exploration on the way back up real quick. Um, so there's so many. It's in Italy. It's like you kind of leave yourself free time because you know you're uh, gonna wind up like you staying gotta have somewhere. Wine and hang out, and, and then you're gonna be like, we're staying here for the day tomorrow. So. I just love to like. Then we're gonna have some Vesuvius. Like you just things roll off your tongue as if it's just because I know what I want to go yeah. hunt. Yes. <laughs> Evan. Yeah. Next time we're we're gonna do that. We're gonna do the next trip. If not Oaxaca, Oaxaca another adventure Oaxaca together. In November. Let's there's there's a couple peppers I want to get my hands on. Yeah. Um, also, thank you, Evan, for giving me my beautiful puppy. Yeah, Yet another one of those things that you Pyrenees, do. <laughs> great Pyrenees puppies that I raised. We yeah, have Kelly to come, got one. So. We have to come up with a, the Grand Poobah is what I've got so far on the, the dog yeah, the, the dog puppy. side. Grand Poobah of Great Pyrenees. Yeah. Evan with Portland Seed House. This yeah. has been great. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So thank you again to Travel Portland, Stream PDX, and the Julia Child Foundation for making our coverage of Feast possible. Oh, and thanks to Aaron Parecki, co-founder of Stream PDX, for being our sound engineer today. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Go feast. Go feast.